Welcome to the Play More Music Podcast with your host, Kurt Hilton. Kurt, who is the owner and DJ for Play More Music Entertainment, talks with clients and vendors in the wedding industry, get tips on how to get into the wedding industry, and hear how some amazing vendors got their start. Be sure to stick around for the end of the show for fast acquaintance questions. Now it's time for the Play More Music Podcast. Here's your host, Kurt Hilton. Welcome back to another episode of the Playmore Music Podcast. This week, I got to speak with Carly Miller of Magical Weddings by Carly. We talked about officiating during the pandemic. When do we think that weddings will be back to normal? How Carly got into the wedding industry? How changing little things in your website might bring a lot of business to your business? And how I feel traditional weddings might be a thing of the past. So sit back and enjoy another episode of the Playmore Music Podcast. All right, welcome to the show. The one, the only Carly Miller from... Magical Weddings, how are you doing today? Good, how are you? I'm excited to have you on. I just, this is just, uh, it's a crazy day outside. It's rainy. I think yeah. it's been raining for uh, every day for the last, uh, what, three weeks in Raleigh, North yeah, Carolina? Yeah, a long so. time. I I actually officiated a wedding yesterday on the one day it wasn't raining this month. So oh my that gosh. worked out really well. I was like, whoa, we can see the sky. It's oh. bright outside. That would that would be something uh, that you're probably enjoying right about now is the 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 sunny weather and then now it's raining again. So, but I'm excited to have you on here. I want to talk about how things are going out in the in the wedding world right now. Is it is it uh, is it like it was last year? Is it is it picking up with uh, with people in the weddings? Yeah, um, it's I it's still a little slow, a little hit or miss. Um, basically, all of the weddings that I did last year were small outdoor elopements and that's that trend's definitely continuing so I have done I think probably about 50% of the elopements I did last year were in the rain I feel like we've just had a lot of rain this past year um I do have a lot of weddings that are slightly on the larger side booked for like fall of this year so We'll see if they end up happening or not. I really hope they do because, um, yeah, I, I I want people to be able to have the wedding that they want to have. And it has been really fun to do just the the intimate, just a couple people kind of secret surprise elopements that they announce later for everybody. Um, but I know people really miss having all their friends and family there. And um, yeah, that's there's definitely lots of, zoom and virtual um attendees of course but it's not the same but i've seen i've seen people do a lot of cute little like videos for the couple for all the people that couldn't be there and and just little little virtual trends that will will likely continue absolutely i know that um right now i i've talked to a couple djs in the field out there and you know there's a little bit of micro weddings going on do you do you forecast i mean i know you're not a, you know, a genie or anything like that. But do you, do you think that we'll have, um, 150 people this summer? Or do you think it's going to be micro weddings all summer? I, it is. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely hard to forecast. It would be nice if they could speed up the vaccine process a little bit, but I'm not, I'm a little unclear on where, if it's like the production, the distribution, like what's the issue? Cause I know people want to get the vaccine and want to get back to their normal life and routine, Right. Um, and it just seems like it's going really slow. Like even, 
even seniors that I know and like my parents, friends and stuff, it's like they're trying, they're still like weeks and months out appointments for getting vaccines. And I know they're just, it was March 10th that they're going to open up for essential workers and stuff, which that's even just the first vaccine, which means like by April, they'll be getting the second vaccine. And so, you know, then we're, you know, it took a couple months to get through the 65 and up population. So I don't know if it's going to take as long for the essential workers or longer. It's a bigger group. So, (laughs) um, and then most people are in the final group, which is just every, the, the everybody else group. So I don't know. I don't have a lot of hope for the summer. I have a little bit of hope for the fall. I'm like, maybe by the fall, like maybe by summer, they'll like start giving the vaccine like available Mm -hmm. to everyone but then again it was like everybody needs the second dose of it and then you have to wait I don't know like a week or so after the second dose to like be good so Mm -hmm. we will see and I mean I know people are actually still doing really large weddings now but I personally am not participating in that because I neither want to get nor give COVID to anyone (laughs) right absolutely you know I and I think with the, with the vaccine as well. I do believe that, you know, I, I'm just thinking maybe fall is what we will be, you know, still wearing masks, but at the same time, we'll have those big weddings, but, you know, talking about your business, you are, you're, you're out there because really, you know, as a DJ, we're, we're not really allowed to be packing floors and dancing. with right. So tell us, tell, tell us and the listeners about what, what's going on with the weddings. Like how, how many people are, are you officiating nowadays? Like, is it like, 30 or 10 or how many people right now are at these weddings? The vast majority of the ones that I'm doing are less than 10, like usually just very, very immediate family, like siblings, parents, that's about it. And then some people are just doing, I've actually had a lot of people where they're like, can you just get witnesses for us because we don't want to pick and choose like who gets to be there and not and like have hurt feelings so we'll just say nobody nobody will be there it'll just be us and then two you know of my peers or or friends um are always happy to to be witnesses um and so that way they're they don't have to make that agonizing decision of like well do I invite my cousin what about you know, grandma, but she's immunocompromised and what, you know, what, so, um, I think, I think it's definitely tough. I do, I do think the, the zoom and like online help helps with that. So that the people who decide to do that can at least send that link to, to everyone. And I actually attended a zoom wedding as a guest for, for the first time last year. And, and it was nice. I was, it was really bittersweet because I really wish that I could have been there for my friend, but it was like, I can still see it happening. And, um, and then you have that kind of chat preserved, like it says it was in zoom. Everyone was like congratulating them and you kind of have that moment preserved. Um, even, even though people, people can't be there. So, I, I mean, I've done a few that have had like 15, 20, 25, but by far, most of them have just been just, just a cut, like two to six people, maybe, and like kids, if they, if, if they have children, obviously they have their children there, but yeah, definitely, definitely not many people. Cause I think between if people were expecting 150 or 200 or like hoping for that, it's just really hard to, 
narrow down like 50 of those people that are more important than the other people or <laughs> so. <laughs> Well, you know, that's why I made this podcast uh, to, to network with other vendors as well as I'm not out there. So I have no idea what's going on. I, I hear things, but I'm the kind of never believe anything here and half of what you see kind of guy, you know, I want to see it yeah. for myself, but I want to talk about your business. So done, I'm sorry. What's that? Have you done any weddings at all? No, not at all. I'm actually, I, my last big, I'm more of a uh, wedding and private party DJ. I'm really not doing birthday parties. My last big party was for NC state last March. And oh, it was, man. it's, and, um, I, one before that I did a party for 300. It was the last week before oh. we went all masked up and everything. So, but no, <clears throat> my parties, I, I have a wedding booked for April. So we'll, and, and so far it's, 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 yeah, it's a good to go. It's outside. So we'll see, um, with yeah. regulations, but you know, I that's did do one, I did do one wedding that had a DJ last year. That was, that was outside and about 30 people. And the, the DJ was under like a shelter covering. So the like equipment didn't get, uh, the elements and stuff, but yeah, I, I only did one. So I can, I can imagine things are rough for you. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, with, with my business, I'm a one man band. I, I, I don't, uh, have any employees. I don't, I'm not really one to do that because I don't want to I don't have to worry about this person canceling or this person yeah, sure. canceling. And especially during COVID, the last thing I need is somebody getting COVID and I got to find somebody to, um, book, you know, to cover that wedding. So if one of my, if I had employees and they got COVID, I have a wedding and then two other employees have a, a wedding. How are you going to fill that spot? So that's yeah, kind of a, that, that's a scary thought that I'll be asking DJs on the show is like, how do you have those shows covered? Because if, I mean, COVID's still here. It may be here for a while. It may be like the flu. I don't know. Like, I'm not a scientist. So I'm not speculating right. anything. Sure. But the the exciting thing about this, I want to learn about your business. I think it's you know how long you've been in the business. Um, what what are you doing to keep busy during the pandemic? You know, stuff like that. So first of all, let's talk about your business when you got into this and uh, yeah. what made you want to 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 officiate weddings. So I have a master's degree from Duke Divinity School. And I had initially, when I started the program, planned to get my doctorate and teach because I really like school. I love learning, reading, writing. Um, but after, I don't know, math, math is not my forte. After 20 some years of school, I was, I just was kind of burnt out by the academia, like the competitiveness and cutthroat and nature of like perfectionism and and just just all that and I was like I don't know that I can do a doctorate right now so maybe someday far in the future then I was like oh but I'm like almost done with this program that I paid a lot of money for and I got a lot out of and so I was trying to think of what what else I could do because I'm not necessarily a standard traditional religious type person so I wouldn't want to have a church which is what most people do when they um, get that degree. But I had just attended my brother's wedding and I was in the wedding party and it was such a lovely time. I love my brother. I love his wife. And I just, and I've always, I've always liked attending weddings and I've always, I've always loved love. <laughs> um, and I, I was just thinking, um, I really wanted to be self-employed because I've worked for other people and I'm not a fan. <laughs> um, so I was like, whatever I do, I really want to be able to be independent and uh, make my own decisions about my life and um, really wanted to do some, some good in the world because I had I previously worked for a patent law firm where uh, we were patenting 
medications so that companies can charge a bunch for them and there aren't generics that I felt not great ethically about doing that like I understand like the incentive and the profits and like it's complicated but like in my gut I was like I don't feel great about helping in this process so I was like the opposite of that (laughs) so um yeah, and I I was thinking about mo- most of my friends are members of the LGBT community or are also non-traditionally religious or just not religious at all. Um, and I was like, what are my friends going to do when they want to get married? Because like they don't have a priest or a rabbi or anybody that's like already in their network or community. Um, and so I was like, I really want to like marry people like like my friends who need (laughs) who need somebody to um that's like understands what what they're about and um pre-pandemic I also really enjoyed going to um comic cons and like dressing up in cosplay and stuff like that and so I was like I want to do weddings like that too because I don't know how many people are willing to like dress up in silly things um (laughs) in front of a big crowd (laughs) Uh, and I definitely am. So that's um, cool. Yeah, that's, I, I, that's, I love that's I love that. Cool. I couldn't imagine going to see a. Uh, uh, I mean, I could imagine, but I couldn't imagine. I mean, I did not know that uh, you could have that, like dress up in a superhero outfit. And I mean, it sounds very cool. I mean, hopefully, I get booked for one of those weddings. That'd be pretty neat. You know. Uh, yeah, I'll keep you in mind for sure. Yeah, Superman and Wonder Woman getting married—that'd be pretty cool. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> so. and I haven't—I haven't done any. I was like the—I guess the only—I haven't done anything where the couple has dressed up. I did. Um, I the couple—a uh, couple asked me to wear these really big, pretty butterfly wings, like costume wings, um, at the Museum of Life and Science, and we we married them at the Butterfly House, and so I was a big butterfly. So that was fun. Yeah, um, but they didn't—they didn't dress up, but. <laughs> um it was still it was still really fun um yeah and so I definitely I definitely want to do that's like my goal is to do more weddings where I get to dress up (laughs) Uh, yeah that would be neat I I, I'm just so excited to to get back out there and and, you know with the weddings and receptions and your name for the business magical weddings I where did you get that name um I was I was just that was largely drawn from the sort of I like the comic book fantasy Harry Potter Lord of the Rings um Star Trek Star Wars just all the DC Marvel all that stuff is really magical to me and I think you know the uh the thing I enjoy most about stories like that is most of them are like all along the true magic was the love and friendship that we made along the way and so I'm like it's true like weddings are magical and I like I like fairy tale and fantasy and things that aren't real like dragons and elves and stuff but I'm like true like the true heart of those stories is like the adventure and the the friendship and love that that you that you make along the way that's really cool i'm I'm a voice actor on the side as well as a dj Mm -hmm. and so i you know i i do voices for video games and oh um, cool like you're talking about those characters so as a dj that would be so cool to actually to be hired for one like i've never heard of these weddings so you're getting me excited i'm i need i need to find how to market to that um group of uh individuals so i can get into it and 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 we and you and I have talked about the LGBT community and uh, myself, I would like to you know get involved in that community as well and you know mark it out because you it's 
it you would like when you, you reached out you said do you know do you dj in that community i said i i've had no one reach out to me and djs like myself who really don't know how to market to that community how, how would one want to market to that community yeah sure um and like when you reached out to to do this podcast for me like as a member of the lgbt community i looked at your website and social media and tried to see if there was anything at all lgbt related and i couldn't find it so i asked you um mm -hmm. and you said you were you were definitely open to that but I know for sure couples, like I, I serve a lot of LGBT couples and they'll tell me like, you know, I was looking at a florist or a venue or a DJ or whatever, and I didn't see any couples that look like me. And so I just moved on because there are a lot of accepting folks in this area. And I would say, I mean, I would say probably 95% of the vendors in this area are, are totally cool with it, but they don't realize that that's a thing you have to say in some way. And it doesn't have to be like, your whole page doesn't have to be like rainbow flags and like gay couples, but like even just including, a, a, if you haven't worked with the LGBT couple, including a stock photo or something of a same sex couple dancing on the dance floor or, or whatever is related right. um, to your business or a simple like welcoming statement of like, we're, we're happy to serve couples of all race, religion, gender, sexuality, you know, mm -hmm. whatever we're welcoming and inclusive and that, you know, you can just say it, have, have one sentence. And, um, that really helps because there is, there was, you, you maybe didn't see it, but this was big in the LGBT community. Um, just a couple of weeks ago, there was a venue, like not too far from here that, uh, the two women were, were wanting to get married and were talking to them and they, the venue didn't realize it was a same sex couple. And when they did, they said, weren't, you're not allowed to have oh your wedding gosh. here. Um, and so that, that really sucks. Like nobody wants to experience that or go through that. So even though like, cause I talked to a lot of people that are like, oh, well, like this is Durham or Raleigh. Like, of course we're supporting your LGBT weddings. And I'm like, well, you, I mean, you, unless you see something, it's, you can't know for sure and like instead of the burden on the couple having to research or, or reach out or potentially like because a couple doesn't want to email and say do you serve same-sex couples with the possibility that you might come back and say no I think your marriage is an abomination like you know right. nobody nobody wants to hear that um so, so that mean this is great for me because it's kind of like a free consultation, you know what I mean? With, you know, having talking with a vendor and having that conversation because you open the, you open the door for me of like, Oh my gosh, I didn't realize that I didn't have this on my website because I mean, I didn't realize people actually did that and thought about that. And, and I feel like, Oh my gosh, I'm an idiot. Why did I do that to my website? You know, I, I look kind of, it, 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 it looks bad. So but you're, I mean, you're definitely not the only one. I, I was just having this conversation with another vendor that did rentals or something like that. Mm -hmm. And they were like, well, we have a gay employee. And I was like, well, it's not, I mean, it's not on your website. How's anyone going right. to, I was like, I'm not, I'm not saying I'm judging you personally. I'm just right. saying if a couple is looking and they don't see any, anything on your website indicating it. They don't know that your brother is gay or that you have a gay employee. Like if, right. if they don't see anything, right. Um, especially if maybe they've grown up in another area of North Carolina, that's more rural or conservative. And they have some like trauma related to that. Like they, they just, you know, want to know that 
they're not going to have to deal with that <laughs> with, yeah. with all the other many, many things you have to deal with wedding planning that are stressful. You don't want that to be one of the things. <laughs> well, like I said, it's, it's, it's like a conversation consultation. It's, it's what we had. And that's great that you gave me that feedback. And I think it's time for every, all the vendors to have a conversation, you know, like this, talk about your business, what services you offer, you know what I mean? Kind of have like a, uh, a conversation with, so everybody knows more about you because I would have never thought to change things up on my website. Just a little change in my website would bring more opportunities to do more wonderful weddings. You know what I mean? Not because yeah. I am not a tradition. I, I like traditional weddings, but I am not one that uh, I'm the kind of person I, I'm, I'm honest with all the vendors and all my clients. I have a conversation with you first because we have to, we have to have a conversation and make sure we're good for each other. Not just, absolutely. Uh, you know, you're paying me this amount of money. I'm going to DJ your wedding. No, 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 no. I want to ask some questions. What kind of wedding you're doing? Cause I may think your wedding is offensive or I may think I, I, I shouldn't be part of this wedding because it may not look good on me. You know what I mean? Cause I'm, this is my business and I want to make sure that I'm going to do good for you. Not just, you're going to pay me money. I'm going to play music, get the floor pack. It's it's everybody should have good conversations with their clients. Don't you agree? Absolutely. Yeah. And, um, just wanted to throw out there as well that I'm, I'll be offering like one-on-one, um, consultations in the future. I'm doing a few free, uh, website, social media reviews, and then, um, probably by in the next couple of weeks, I'll add something to my website. So anybody that wants, yeah, you're helping me out. I'm loving it. (laughs) Their website or consultation. And hopefully it doesn't feel like a you did this wrong, like kind of thing. It's just no. a thing that people aren't aware about until they, until they think about it. Um, so. Absolutely. It's, it's something everybody should, should, if they have any questions, just have conversations, you know I mean? How can I, how can I help out? And um, so talk about the passion you have for your job. You're, you're talking about how you didn't want to work for the, the corporate world anymore. What is it about this job that brings that passion out? What, what is it that makes you want to be um, an efficient? Um it's really just celebrating the special love of every couple and every, every couple's unique. Um, and also celebrating, like, like I said, the, the love of the family and the friends, especially when there are more people, it's a little less, little less. So, um, now nowadays, but, um, I really value every couple. Like, I feel like every couple that I work with is the best couple. Like every, every time I do a wedding, I'm like, that was the best couple, best wedding. Um, whether people want something really simple and straightforward and to the point, like I did like the, the little elopement that I did yesterday, they were like, we just want like short, simple, straightforward. And so I, I sent them a draft and they were like shorter than that. (laughs) And so, and so, um, and then, I've done, I've done several weddings where I, I, I haven't done any where I've super dressed up, but I've done a lot of really geeky, nerdy scripts that I've written. Um, so I've included lots of video game references. Lord of the Rings is really popular. Some Star Wars, Star Trek, Harry Potter, Disney. Disney's pretty popular to include. Like I want to come to some of these weddings. This is awesome. somebody's favorite, favorite <laughs> Disney quotes. Um, and, you know, sometimes people are like all out and they're like, I want every, I want this to be like everything Lord of the Rings, like every like paragraph needs to have yeah. a Lord of the Rings thing. And then sometimes people are like, could you just like really subtly sneak in like some Disney lines that like sound like they could be from anything. Cause they're just about love and mm-hmm. <laughs> happiness or whatever. And so, um, so I've done that where, you know, the, a few people in the audience will giggle cause they'll get the line, but then like, 
grandma isn't like why are we quoting lord of the rings or whatever like right. it's, you kind of the the balance of i you know i really try to figure out um what the couple wants and i i love bringing that to life for them and there's there's nothing better than when i when i write a script and send it to the, to the couple and they reply back this is exact like this is everything we were hoping for and more like we loved it we cried when we read it and um there's just I nothing brings nothing brings me more joy more joy than that um, and and being there and helping people out um, on their on their special day. Do you think that the traditional wedding is a thing of the past? Like I've talked to some uh, DJs up in New York and on Midwest and other areas. Do you think the days of the bouquet toss, the garter toss, the same old songs? Do you think the traditional wedding is is a thing of the past? Because I'm like the things you're talking about sound a lot more fun than the, the, the traditional things. You know what I mean? Cause everybody, I don't know if it's just me, but when I talk to my clients, they're like, I don't want the garter toss. I don't want the bouquet toss. I don't want to feel like it's the same uh, thing every time, you know, you, every wedding you go to, you're like, Oh my gosh, are we going to eat? Oh my gosh, we're gonna do this. Oh my gosh. We gotta, we gotta play this song. I feel the last couple of years I've noticed that the transition is, something more original and like a new wedding theme is here. Do you feel that way? Yeah, for sure. I don't, I don't know that traditional style weddings will ever like really go away. Cause I think the one I did yesterday, like I said, was, was pretty straightforward. Like there, I did a little greeting, a little blessing. They exchanged vows, rings, kiss the end. <laughs> so right. um, that was, you know, that's, that's all that that's pretty, pretty standard and traditional. I think, I think people want to sort of customize and make things more personalized for themselves. Mm -hmm. Like I see a lot, um, especially with LGBT couples of sort of not necessarily discarding the traditions, but reinventing them in a way that's meaningful to them. So they're not just doing it because that's the thing you're supposed to do. Right. Um, but especially with like, just to take like walking down the aisle for example instead of just like the father giving the daughter away or something like if say it's like two women then they have to decide like do we each want to walk up with our fathers do we want to walk up together do we want to walk up separate by ourselves do we want to a lot of people now walk up like with mom and dad um or you know there's all sorts of things um and I think it's not necessarily that they're like, we want this to be unrecognizable as a wedding as much as they're like, well, we don't want to just do a bouquet toss because that's what people do. Like we want it to have some meaning for us. And like, I think a lot of people are like, I'm not tossing my bouquet. It was really expensive, <laughs> so, you know, yeah. or, or if they do do a bouquet toss, they're like, we want to invite ev everyone, old, young kids, male, female, like whoever, whoever wants to catch it instead of singling out like single people or something. Um, and yeah, I, I think I, I really enjoy the creativity of, I, I, like, I always tell if my couple, like <laughs> my couples are always like, well, do we, do we have to walk up this way? Like, do we have to stand this way? I'm like, you don't have to do anything except say I do to, to your partner when I right. ask the question, that's all you have to do. Like the rest is, is up to you but like if if a particular thing holds appeal or or draw to you I'm happy to offer suggestion like especially because I've seen so many weddings when people are like oh well we're not really sure that we want to like 
walk up even even say even um heterosexual couples like who are more feminist or or open-minded they're like you know I'm not sure I want dad to like give me away and I'm like well why don't mom and dad walk up with you and then it's more just like family support instead of like father passing daughter from one man (laughs) to another (laughs) um and so and and that way that can be really meaningful especially maybe for your parents who are expecting some kind of traditional roles and things and the way you can stay like, you know, I'm not rejecting you. I'm just including you in a different way. Like you don't get to give me away, but you can walk up with me. Right. Right. And so talk about when, uh, when you get booked um, and for future weddings, how, how far out are you booked? Is it like six months or is it a year or is it like last minute? <laughs> with, with the pandemic, I'm getting a lot of last minute bookings. Um, I'm, I have a lot of bookings through later summer, fall, winter of this year. I have one, one booking for next year, which was originally booked in 2019 for 2020. And then they moved it to 2021. And then they contacted me again to move it to 2022. And I've been, I know a lot of people have been like, we're charging rescheduling fees because we have to make money. And so, and I'm just like, if I have the date open, all I have to do is drag you to the date, the new date in my calendar. And like, it is a couple back and forth emails and effort, but it usually takes like five minutes to sort out. And so I have, I personally haven't been charging rescheduling fees though. I know it's more difficult for like venues and places that have really high overhead costs and stuff. I, I don't envy anybody making decisions, especially financial ones with, with COVID going on. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm certainly happy to, to rebook people. So I, I get the feeling that some of my spring weddings might get bumped next year, but um, we'll, I think the couples are still, still hoping maybe, (laughs) maybe things will work out. Um, So what keeps you sane? Like during all this, like, like I always talk to other vendors, what keeps you sane? Because I don't know about you. I am just like so ready to get out there. I am, you know, I know before in the past, you know, sometimes wedding se- season was so crazy in October. Most of the vendors are like, whoo, that was a crazy summer or something like that. Now we're like, get us out there. So what's keeping you sane during all this? It's funny. Cause that's assuming that I was sane before this all started. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, I mean, it's hard for sure. Um, and I, I live alone though. I do have, I do have my little dog. She finally settled down. Um, she, she helps keep me sane and makes, makes me go outside even when it's rainy <laughs> to, to walk, walk around. And it really is nice to do the, the really little, little outdoor elopements, but like, even then we're like, you know, trying to stay really distant and wearing masks and not touching. And I was just like, I, I saw a, a time hop, uh, like a year ago today, um, I did an elopement and, you know, we all had like our arms around each other and we were like taking the selfie. And I was like, I miss being able to like touch other people, you know? Um, so, so doing, doing the best, doing the best I can. I, um, zoom, zoom coffee dates to, and, and calls to some extent though. Um, I, I definitely get some zoom, zoom fatigue as well. Oh my uh, God. I've, <laughs> I've been trying to take a lot of free online classes as well. Just, you know, I, I end up on a lot of email listservs for wedding professionals while networking and stuff. So 
if I ever get an email that's like free class on how to do Instagram or TikTok or budgeting or whatever, I'm like, I'll put that on in the background while I'm probably doing something else. But it helps helps me feel like I'm not totally alone and isolated to have a have a class running in the background. Beware TikTok. That stuff is addicting. I didn't think it so. It really and, is. Yeah. I just got on it like a week ago and oh man, it's so great. I'm like this is this is where it's at. That's where everybody's hanging out now that yeah. they can't hang out in the pandemic. For those with my attention span, like me, I'm like, oh, this is perfect. Like five seconds. Okay. Next yep. one, next one, Not next that. one. But some stuff is like, what in the world? But I, I think that's like the new trend for sure. It's here to stay for a while, but it's it's a lot more positive than other social media platforms. I think it is, isn't you know? it? Like I was really surprised. I was, I was, I, like I said, I've only been on it like a week or so. Cause I, I took a class on it. I was like, I guess I'll check this out. And I was like, this is really wholesome. Like I'm, I'm really encouraged by, especially the younger generation. Like, it seems like it's mostly Zennials, is that what you Gen Z? Yeah, exactly. And 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 and, and they're they're all like so articulate and smart, and like kids, they're the future, and it's that's what I was gonna say. They seem seem really great. Like I'm, I'm like I'm excited for them to to get a marrying a marrying age, and hopefully I won't be too old and corny at that point. They'll still want to hire me. And those are ones we're gonna need to listen to because they're the ones. I think though, I think the average age now is what 30. Cause I mean, you probably see like 30 to 35 is like the new uh, age to get married. I think a lot of more people are saving money. Um, yeah. they're, they're not really caring and they're having kids now at 40. That's like the new thing. Yeah. So it's, um, you know, it's something we learn every day and, uh, um, I'm, ex- I'm just excited to get out there, but it's, it's time to have some fun. I'm going to play a game called fast acquaintance that I started here on this podcast. You ready to have some fun? Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So basically I'm going to ask a bunch of questions and you answer them real quick as fast as you can. And okay. the first question is favorite ice cream flavor. Vanilla. Vanilla. Okay. Uh, do you believe in fate? Um, no. I got, I, I got some good ones for you, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> favorite number. Seven. Seven. Okay. That's like my favorite number too. Uh, have you ever worn socks with sandals and don't lie? No, I actually no? grew up. On, I actually grew up on the Outer Banks. Uh, and so that's like a, the number one thing we made fun of tourists for doing. So I, I have never done that because it was like, that's the one sign to show that you don't, don't, you're not from the Outer Banks. So. There you go. That's perfect. And you know, the socks with the flip flops, that's, that's, yep. you know, that's hilarious. <laughs> Um, what does a person need to be happy? Purpose. That's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, what's the best age? The age you are. Wow. Look at you. Okay. Is double dipping at a party ever acceptable? Now I guess the pretend it's not COVID. No, even before COVID. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. So if you saw somebody with a Frito chip and they went into the spin dip, took a bite, would you just totally like let them have it? (laughs) I don't know if I'd let them have it, but I certainly wouldn't be having any more of the dip. (laughs) And what is your favorite TV show? Avatar, The Last Airbender. Okay, cool. All right. And uh, since you're into uh, favorite superhero, we'll do one more. Oh, that's not fair. I had to do it. You, You brought superheroes. How about DC or Marvel? Is that even worse? Marvel. Marvel. Okay. I like them both, but 
I do like Marvel more. Well, and Wolverine pops into my head. It's 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 he's not my favorite, but he he's definitely up there. But it's it's too hard to pick a favorite. It is. Uh, I I couldn't. I, Superman's my favorite probably character uh, just because it goes back. So I was a little guy. So Spider Man's uh, great. Like yes. I really liked Into the Spider Verse with all yes. the Spider Man. That was so cool. That was my, such a cool movie. My son loves that one absolutely. <laughs> I just want to say thank you so much for coming on this podcast. And whenever oh, this is all done, we'll read, we'll do another podcast at a coffee house. So we can actually be next to each other. We can talk. And I think, you know, kind of, this is, this is the beginning part of the podcast, but I told all the guests, we're going to do it again, but we're going to actually be in the same room and we won't look like, you know, the whole zoom thing. But I want to say thank you for the conversations we've had the last couple of weeks. It's, it's really refreshing. I'm, I'm, I'm a, the kind of guy who asks a lot of questions. You, you're like, dude, just quit it. And I quit asking so many questions, but I think questions lead to perfections. And I, and I want to say thank you, Carly Miller, for being on Welcome. the Flamer Music Podcast. Yeah, thank you. Absolutely. <laughs> to book Carly to officiate your next wedding, you can book Carly now at carlyjanemiller.com. Thanks for listening to the Playmore Music Podcast, made possible by Hilton Productions. If you need a male or female voiceover, contact Hilton Productions today. Hilton Productions, let our voices do the selling.